Hey guys, I have a podcast that I think you'll really enjoy. Proof, the investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here is releasing its highly anticipated second season where they investigate the murder of 18-year-old Renee Ramos. The first season, which if you haven't listened to yet, you totally should, saw the release of two Georgia men serving life sentences for murdering their friend, Brian Bowling. And thanks to evidence unearthed by proof, on December 8th, 2022, both Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were finally freed after 25 years behind bars. With that same investigative drive, Susan and Jacinda are on the case again, and this time, they are on the streets of Manteca, California, to find out who really killed Renee Ramos. In proof, murder at the warehouse, you hear how, on June 5th, 2000, Renee's body was found buried beneath a pile of debris inside a new Home Depot building. And how, despite tips hinting at alternate suspects, her boyfriend, 18-year-old Jake Silva, and 33-year-old Ty Lopez were arrested and convicted of her murder. Fans of true crime and investigative series won't want to miss this riveting new season. Follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee by listening to Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Beam. Are you ready to spend 2022 getting the relaxation and sleep you so deserve? This year, prioritize you first with Beam's premium CBD products for sleep. I've had problems sleeping for most of my life, and the slightest thing can completely throw off my sleep pattern. This was usually a great source of stress for me, but now that I've added Beam to my nightly routine, I never have to worry about falling asleep. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand, and their Dream Powder will give you the best sleep of your entire life. Just mix Dream Powder into hot water or milk, stir, and enjoy a nice cup of hot cocoa before bedtime. Here's why it works. Our bodies have an endocannabinoid system, or a highway of communication between the brain and the body, specifically designed to work with cannabinoids which is why CBD has taken over the wellness world recently. And Beam's nano-CBD dramatically increases your body's ability to absorb CBD, making their products the most effective in the wellness space. It contains natural sleep-promoting ingredients, triple lab-tested, no THC, and you wake up feeling refreshed. 
I've been using Beam's dream powder almost every single night for months now, and I don't think I can ever go back. Sleep comes easy, the drink is delicious, and I wake up well-rested and ready to take on the day. Find out why Forbes and the New York Times are talking about Beam and why it's trusted by the world's top athletes like Danica Patrick and Baker Mayfield. For a limited time, get 40% off the first three months of membership or 20% off a one-time purchase when you go to beamorganics.com slash mcom. That's B-E-A-M organics.com slash M-C-O-M for up to 40% off. Make 2022 the year of you with Beam. more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. You would think that with a title that calls a killer prolific, there would be pages upon pages of information. This, however, is not always the case. On February 11, 2008, police put the final touches on a case they had been working on for about a year and went to arrest a man who, at the minimum, was instrumental in the murders of at least 70 different individuals. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. David Avendano Bellina, born in 1974 and also referred to as the Hamburger, was the alleged leader of the Las Guterres gang along with his wife, Claudia Castillos Maya, a group of sex servants whom, from 1997 to 2007, were responsible for the deaths of at least 70 different victims, which earned David the title of the third most prolific serial killer in Mexican history which is strange considering how little information there is about his crimes. According to what I could find, David and his associates operated mainly in bars and restaurants around Mexico City and would poison their victims using ophthalmological drops that they put into their drinks. The women of the group would approach the unsuspecting victims, take them to a nearby motel, and when they offered them a drink of either tequila or vodka, of either tequila or vodka, would secretly slip in the drops that contained benzodiazepine or psychoplendolate. These compounds, combined with the high ethanol alcohol, suppressed the victim's nervous system, made them feel weak or dizzy, sent them into unconsciousness, completely shut down their bodies, and sent them into cardiorespiratory failure. With their victims completely out cold, the gang members would rob them blind and return with their spoils. Some managed to survive the ordeal, with some waking up feeling horrifically hungover, some waking up only to find themselves completely blind, and others going into anaphylactic shock. Although woke with their money, jewelry, cars, and checkbooks missing, which would later be used to drain their entire bank account. Too embarrassed by what took place and social opinion, the few who survived the attacks kept silent about their ordeal. However, this did not mean the police were completely oblivious to what was happening in their jurisdictions. On May 11, 2007, one of the most important cells of the gang was arrested in Mexico City, a group that contained 11 men and 7 women, who not only mentioned in their statements that there were more active cells present, but that their leader was a man named David Avendano Bellina. 
After about a year of trying to pin him down, police finally had enough to make an arrest. David was brought into custody on February 12th, 2008, as the news of the gang's existence and their long list of victims shocked the public who quickly demonized those who survived the attacks. One of the men on the victim list was the brother-in-law of the former governor of Chiapas. While David was behind bars on February 14th, 2009, the bodies of two professional wrestlers were found in a hotel in the central district of Mexico City. Their cause of death was deemed as respiratory failure with traces of benzodiazepine found in both bodies, sparking fear that members of the Goteras were still free to commit their crimes, despite affirmations from the federal government that the gang was eradicated completely. It also created worry that David was simply a member of the gang and not the leader, as officials were saying, or that this whole arrest was just a judicial mistake. On July 21st and August 12th of 2009, Maria de los Angeles Sanchez Rita and Estela Gonzalez Calva, two sex workers, were arrested for the murders of the two wrestlers and ruled out as members of Las Goteras. Claiming they were simply copycats and that the arrest of David Avendano Bolina effectively made the gang go into extinction. He was sentenced on October 17, 2011, to 13 years and four months in prison. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 12th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.